Avrandis atavarua sataya. Vika tagras ibarute libra hava kuata. Say I receive it. Satuvarika tabrantuva ika hazalika rua tabrantuva hayata. Likezata paya utakrata pakaya. Say I receive it. Say I believe in God the Father. Say I believe in Jesus Christ. Say I believe he died on the cross. Say I believe he rose up on the third day. Say I believe he ascended into heaven. Say I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say I believe he's here with us now. Say this is Mount Zion. Say this is the city of the living God. Say this is the heavenly Jerusalem. Say the angels of God are here now. Say this is the general assembly of God. Say this is the church of Jesus Christ. Say my name is written in heaven. Say my name is written in heaven. Say this morning, this morning, any gathering of the enemy, of the enemy in my life, in my life to bring me hurt, to bring me trouble, to bring me affliction in the name of Jesus Christ, scatter by fire. Let them scatter by fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Today I want to teach you something that will help you forever. I want to teach you something that will change your life forever. Something that will give you a different understanding. I am teaching on faith and giving. Many a times when Christians come to church or so-called born-again Christians come to church and you talk about giving they think the first thing that comes to their mind is money am I communicating when I say giving what is the first thing that comes to your mind money but I want to give you a different and a deeper understanding that will change your life forever. Amen. Are you understand what I'm talking about? Amen. So if we've already established the fact that faith is pistis. Yeah? Which means having an assurance of something you've not seen. Having an assurance in something you don't know. But you believe. We say that pistis is declaring and confessing something that you have even though you cannot see it. So we've created that Foundation. Anywhere you go and people are talking about faith, you should be the first to respond. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? And I want your faith to grow to a level where you are able to receive from God. 
There are many people in church today and they don't know how to receive from God. So you pray and pray and pray but you receive no answers because you don't know how to do that. So now, the word give, give, the word give is a Greek word we call didomi. Didomi. So it is out of that didomi we have given. We have give. But let me give you the translation of the word didomi. The word didomi which explains give is interpreted the power to receive. Are you here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, watch this, watch this. The word is give in English. Give means to give something out. To give something out. But the traditional meaning of the word in the Greek is the didomi. And the interpretation of didomi is to have the ability and the power to receive. So that is why people say that giving is receiving. But they don't understand that in the act of giving you are receiving. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But people give and they are waiting to receive. You have missed it. You don't give and wait to receive. In the act of giving, you receive. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. So in the act of giving worship to God, you receive his presence. Oh, are you here? Are you here, somebody? Are you here, somebody? So, 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 people need to understand that giving is not about money. Money is the least thing. I will teach you today. But there are different types of giving. There are different types of giving. Giving of your life. Giving by having a kingdom mindset. Giving by having a kingdom mindset. Thinking about the things of God. Giving by our fight, which we know. Giving by first fruits. We have given by offerings. We have sacrificial offerings. And we have kingdom projects given. Time wouldn't permit me to go through all this type of giving. That is not why we are here today. But today my assignment is for, for me to position you in faith. For you to understand how to receive. Are you following me? (laughs) Let me just give you a a scenario here. Come with me to the book of Psalms 132. Psalm 132. I just. This is not part of my message, but I just want to. 
132 verse 1 the Bible said a song of decrease Lord remember David and all his affliction how he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my house nor go up unto my bed. I will not give sleep unto my eyes, nor slumber to my eyelids, until I have found a place for the Lord and habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. This, uh, 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 did you see it in your Bible? That is why David was a man after God's own heart. He said that he will not sleep. Until I've found a place for God. I know there, there are few people here who think about the church. But many of us are thinking about things in our lives. How many of you have woken up at night to pray and say that God give us a bigger space as a church? Have you ever prayed that prayer before? This is a man. This is a man. Who in the act of giving to God says that he will not even sleep until he has found a place for God. Oh, glory to Jesus. Let me show you something else in Psalm 35 verse 27 before we start our message. Psalm 35. Verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Hear this. He said, let them shout for joy and be glad. They that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually. Let the Lord be magnified which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Are you hearing this? Is in your Bible? So, one way of giving to God is by favoring the things of God. By having the right intentions about the work of God. And when you do that, the Bible said, God prospers that person. Hear me. There's no money here. Did you see money there? But there's prosperity there. We, we don't understand. You need to understand. There are some people yet. If I should say that uh, 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 everybody should give a hundred euros, you see how faces will change. Because you have not come to this place yet. Are you 
know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you have not come to this place yet. The Bible said, they don't favor my cause. What Mayor is doing now is favoring God's cause. He might not understand. He might not know. But this is a memorial before God for he and his children's children. It has got it has got nothing to do with money. But the intention to favor the cause of the work of God. So, so, so no, no matter what you you say about these people, God will bless them. When God wants to bless you, He does not come and consult you and say, eh, your, "Your brother, should I bless him or I should not bless him?" Who are you? When God wants to bless you, He does not consult any man. So people who are judging you and condemning you, let them keep condemning you. Let them keep judging you. Keep on favoring the things of God, and the blessing of the Lord will be in your home. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? There are many self-righteous people in this Christian dom. As a result of that, they are not blessed. They are only envious people. Yeah. Jesus one day went to eat in a Pharisee's house. He went to eat in a Pharisee's house. And while he was there, people started talking. Talking. Why are you sitting with sinners? Do you know the answer he gave them? He says, I did not come for the self-righteous people. If you think you have no sin, okay. But I came to save the lost. Are you following me? Come with me to Zachariah 1 verse 17. Before I start my, my message itself. <laughs> yeah. Zachariah 1 verse 17. Cry yet, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad, and the Lord shall yet comfort Zion, and shall yet choose Jerusalem. Did you see that? And where are we? Where are we? We are in Mount Zion. Oh, you didn't get a scripture. You didn't get a scripture. Let me read it again. Let me read it again. Zechariah 1 verse 17. It says, Cry yet saying, That's yet the Lord of hosts. My cities, my cities, my cities. <laughs> when you read First Peter 2 chapter 9, it says that for ye are a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, a holy nation. So you, 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 you are a nation. Are you understanding me? That is why Jacob 
was changed when he had an encounter into Israel. Out of him came nations. Are you hearing me? So the Bible is saying that you you are a city and through the prosperity of you shall the gospel be spread abroad and I will comfort people who are in Zion here the church and I will choose the people who are in the holy Jerusalem oh my god my god let me continue before I confuse people. But you can never receive in life unless you have given. But the act of giving is receiving. Are you following me? The act of giving is receiving. So in John 3.16, the Bible said, For God so loved the world, He gave. When He gave, He received us. So, so in John 1 verse 17, He says, For they that receive the Son of God, Why? Because the Son of God was given. And you cannot give if you don't love. So that is why I read the reason why I read this scripture to you for you to know that it says that for for those who favor the word favor means to love unconditionally. To, to, to show grace and mercy. So in the Bible, when you say that a man favored a woman, and, and Boaz favored Ruth, it means Boaz loved Ruth. So you cannot give until you love. Hear me? It is true love you receive. Oh, you are not following. It is true love that you receive. Because when you love God, you favor the things of God. You make the things of God important. Are you following what I'm talking about? When you love God, you will think about God first. But where does faith comes in in all this? You are loving somebody whom you have not seen. Because for you to love, there are different kinds of love. We have the agape love. We have the eros kind of love. We have the filial kind of love. Different kinds of love. Okay, but but there is this kind of love that is pushed out through faith. That even though you have not seen the person, I'll preach on. 
I remember when we were young guys. I mean, we are so young guys, but we are we, we are growing some gray hairs now. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we will meet a lady on the internet. You know, we will see a picture of the lady. And then we will be on the lady. And then we start chatting. We have not seen the lady. Oh. No, I'm in love. I'm in love. So there was a guy one day. We advised him to stop doing those things. And so that is where I found my wife. He went on Instagram. And started chatting some nice lady. He saw the lady, the picture, you know, Instagram, how people, you know, and take all the pictures. <laughs> and then they, they decided to meet. Ah, the guy went to sit there, the lady is not coming. So he called the number the lady give, gave him. Then, when he, when, <laughs> when he picked the phone, when he called. He said, oh, hello, is that Nancy? Is that Lucy? Hello, is that Tricia? And then he says, yeah, this is Tricia. <laughs> then he hung up immediately. It was a man. A man who has been putting women's picture on his post. <laughs> Are you asking what I'm talking about? <laughs> so, so when it comes to that love, it is called the eros kind of love. With the eros kind of love, you have to see the person and have a connection. But with the agape kind of love, it is a love you give as a result of faith on the inside. Are you following me? So point number one today. Your faith causes you to give at your peril. In other words, your faith causes you to give even when you are in affliction. Your faith will cause you to give even when it is your last to eat and die. Come with me to the book of Joshua chapter 2. Joshua chapter 2. There's a long scripture we're going to read. Joshua chapter 2. Let's start from verse 9. And then we'll be reading to uh, maybe the end, but I'll be jumping here and there. So listen to the word of God. He says, and she said unto the men, I know that the Lord had given you the land. <laughs> Watch this. Follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. Because, because, because this, this is, this is before uh, 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 God gave Jericho to the sons of uh, the children of Israel. And this is Joshua saying to the people that God has already given you the land. Let's continue. And that your, ter your terror is fallen upon us 
and uh, <laughs> oh my goodness and all the inhabitants of the land faint because of you and as soon as we've, we we heard of these things our heart did melt neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you for the Lord your God he is the God of heaven above and in the earth beneath now in the verse 12 now therefore I pray you Swear unto me by the Lord, since I have shown you kindness, that you will also show me kindness unto my father's house, and give me a true token, and that you shall save alive my father and my mother and my brother and my sisters and all they that I have, and deliver our lives from death. And she said unto them, this is the prostitute who will come there, and she said unto them, get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you and hide yourself for three days until the pursuers be returned and afterwards may you go your way behold when they are coming to the land that shall bind when we are coming to the land that shall bind this line of red scarlet red scarlet or, or uh, sorry red tread or scarlet tread scarlet means red scarlet tread in the window which thou did less us down by and that shall bring thy father thy mother and thy brethren and all thy father's household unto thee and it shall be that whosoever shall go out of the doors of your house in the street his blood shall be upon his head and we will be guiltless and whosoever shall shall be with thee in the house his blood shall be on our head and if any heart upon him and says and she said according unto your word so be it and she sent them away and they departed and she bound the scarlet thread in her window and they went and came unto the mountain and abode there three days until the pursuers returned and the pursuers sought them and throughout all order and found them not listen to this one this is a prostitute Call Rehab. This prostitute entertained people in her house who, who were sent by God. So listen, it doesn't matter what you have done. It does not matter. What matters is the faith you have in God. That faith is what will speak for you. This prostitute had people. Everybody in the town knew she was a prostitute. So if something good was coming, she will not be part of it. Watch this. Watch this. There are people who see you and they have labeled you. They have given you names that you don't amount to anything because of your lifestyle. But now, this woman decided to give the house to the people of God. And if they have found out that she kept the people that they'll kill her. Are you following me? If they find out that we are here, there is trouble. But irrespective of that, this man was willing to give his house that I don't care about what trouble comes my way. What I believe is the work of God. 
that it has to move forward for people's life to be changed. And this woman said, because of the risk that I'm putting myself in, I need something in return. So in the act, as a prostitute, she was being talked about. People didn't regard her in the town. But she was the people that hosted the men of God. There is something coming into your house. I said after today, there is something coming into your house. And when that can enter into your house, because that person is ordained by God, that person is a prophet of God. Any plan of the enemy, any attack of the enemy in your house to bring you death, to bring you shame by the reason of the man of God entering into your house, your family will be spared, your children will be spared, your brothers will be spared, your sisters will be spared in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Are you following me? Amen. She decided to give a house. She gave at her peril. Somebody who does not know God. She was a prostitute. Are you following me? She was a prostitute. Let me tell you something. The people could have could have gone to pastors in the town. And the pastors will tell them, Oh, I don't want any trouble with the king. Oh, I don't want any trouble with this and that. Oh, they will give excuses. They will give excuses. So one day Jesus said, Who is your neighbor? Who is your brother? Who is the one that loves you? He said, A man going on his journey was attacked by armed robbers and he was left to die. A pastor came to pass. He saw the man. He went his way. A priest came to pass. He saw the man. He went his way. Other people came to pass. Who in the country were regarded as important people? People who were regarded as born again believers. They came to pass. But they saw the man and did not do anything for him. But the Bible said a good Samaritan came passing by and took the man on his horse and went and put him at a good place. I'm speaking to somebody right now. If you will give him faith, your name will be recorded. Your family will be remembered. Your children will be delivered. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faith in giving. She was not giving because she had a big house. She was giving because she knew that there was a God somewhere. There was a God who can turn her story around. There was a God who can change her shame into victory. There was a God who can turn her defeat into success and preserve her life. The woman realized that death is coming. There is death in the family, in the city. There are things that are happening that with her own strength she can't do anything about. 
But she realized that if she can give, she will receive something. So that's why I'm saying that giving, the word give, is the power to receive. And I stand here as a prophet of God. And I declare, I've already prophesied that anything that you give out of faith, if you give your house, your car, your money, your children, whatever it is, I speak as a prophet of God that your life will be preserved, your children will be preserved in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are in a pandemic. A period where people are dying. That is what happened. And the woman said, So what do I do? What do I do? Because she knew that when she gives something, she had to receive. Some of you give with no expectation. But the Bible says, for the expectations of the righteous man, for the expectations of the righteous man shall not be cut off. So it means that when you have expectation from God, when you are given, faith pushes you to receive. Ah, are you here, somebody? So they, they told the lady, tell every member of your family to come into your house. So now when you enter the town, the billboard on the house, the sign on the house, is a prostitute woman's house. That people don't want to enter. But because now, she is receiving the unreceivables. She's receiving what no man can give her. She had a sister. The sister was saying, oh, see, you were a prostitute. She had a brother. The brother was looking down upon her. Even her own mother. But now because of her, their lives were preserved. May you be a reason why your family will be preserved. I said, may you be the reason why your children will be preserved. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Kaso Karakadaya. So she realized that she, in the act of giving, she needed faith because what she was doing, she could die as a result. Point number two. Can we permit me to go deeper? Oh my God. Point number two. Your giving in faith affects your generation. Your giving in faith affects your generation. Hallelujah. Come to Joshua chapter 6. Now let's go to verse 23 to 25. Listen to what happened. And the young men that were spies went in and brought out Rahab 
and her father and her mother and her brethren and all that she had and they brought them out of her kindred and left them without the camp of Israel the, in verse 24 it says and they burnt the city with fire and all that there was therein only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and iron they put in the treasury of the house of the Lord and Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive you see the Bible put there the harlot alive and the father's household and all that she had and she dwelt in Israel even unto this day because she she hid the messengers which Joshua sent to spy out in Jericho are you hearing me the giving just one act of giving in faith affected her father and now she even became a generation through which Jesus Christ came oh you are not here you are not here you are not here somebody who was a prostitute the Bible stated there clearly she was a harlot she was a prostitute but she was delivered as a result of her giving in faith listen to me it is not about what you have done let me say it again it is not about what you have done but it is about what Jesus Christ has done because ordinarily they don't need a harlot to, 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 to be saved. They don't need a harlot. There are other people in the town. But she was the only one. The Bible says that they told her to put a red scarlet on her window. A red thread on her window. A scarlet thread on her window. When I'm teaching you on faith and tokens. Faith and tokens. I will show you why we use the oil. I will show you why we use white handkerchiefs. Why we use red handkerchiefs. Why we use honey? Why we use certain things? Why we use mantles, aprons? Hallelujah! See everything that you have the revelation of is what changes your position at that point in time. Everything you have the revelation of in God's word. So let's say you are trusting God for something. And maybe you are trusting God for a marriage. You want to get married. Or you are trusting God for a, a baby. You want to have a baby. The moment you have a revelation on what God says about your marriage, no devil can stop your marriage. Are you hearing me? The moment you have a revelation of what God says about you having children, you can never be barren. 
The moment you have a revelation of what God says, says about the work of your hands, you are always blessed. Amen. So this woman gave and it affected her generation. Her name was recorded in the Bible. How many priests? There were a lot of priests who were under the order of Levi. Levi. How many of them, their names were mentioned in the Bible? Apart from Aaron and a few of them. But a prostitute. A prostitute. Her name was mentioned. And that is what changed her life. When you give, your life changes. Are you following? Anytime it becomes difficult to give to God, it becomes difficult to receive from God. Are you following me? Anytime it becomes difficult to give, it becomes difficult to receive from him. He said, for God so loved the world. That is why he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him, the way believe there is to have faith to receive him. So he has given and he wants us to receive. And in the act of you giving your life to Jesus Christ, you receive eternal life. You receive salvation. And you receive the benefit of salvation. Are you hearing me? The reason why you are not receiving the things Jesus Christ said it is finished on the cross for us to receive is because you have not fully given your life to Jesus Christ. There are people in church, they come to church, they know that there is something called God. Uh, we have to meet on Sunday. Uh, there will be worship. Uh, maybe pray for prophesy. Uh, maybe you pray. And then you preach. And we give offering. Oh my goodness. People are not solely sold out to God. He says, simply devoted to you, oh God. Simply connected to you. I am I am sold out to you. He says that I will lose my life to follow you. If you are not willing to lose your life to follow Jesus Christ, you are not born again. And you cannot receive. I'm telling you. Some of us, we can never lack in our lifetime. Not because we have a lot of euros. But because we are connected to another source. We are sold out to that source. When you have this understanding, you know that for you to receive is your heart. You need to give your heart to God. It's not about money. So the Bible says, the Bible says, for where a man's heart is, there his money is also. Are you hear what I'm talking about? So 
when your heart is connected to God, your money is with God also. And so when you give your money to God, you know that you are giving because you already have from the treasures of God. Hallelujah. Am I preaching some Bible? People need to understand. You need to understand that you have to dedicate your life to God. God is not interested in your money. He's interested in your heart. Because when he has your heart, he has your money, he has your house, he has your children, he has your wife, he has everything that you have. You, you, you cannot pay offerings and, and tithes and sacrificial offerings because your heart is not connected to God. It's, not, it's got nothing to do with church. It's got everything to do with connection. Hallelujah. Oh, time wouldn't permit me. But, 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 <laughs> this, 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 a, a question, when I was studying, I asked God a question. I said, God, so of all the places in Jericho, a prostitute house is where the people went. What were they doing there? <laughs> what were they doing there? Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So, so you see, there are people who are living certain kind of life. You don't have to judge them. Because whatever they are doing, they are doing it so that a time is coming when God will use them to glorify his name. Because just imagine that when they went, there was no prostitute there. Who didn't care about what people say about her? She didn't care. She didn't care. She didn't care. So, but you care about what people say about you too much. You care about what people say about you. You care. Uh, and this one said this about me. And this one. And this one said this, and this one said that. Forget about what people are saying. Focus on what has been said in the Logos. And speak the Logos. That is what she did. She didn't care. What they will say. Listen, if if you care about what people will say, you, you can never receive from God. Because I said something on Friday. I said for you to live a normal life, you have to be abnormal. Ah. <laughs> For you to live a normal life and enjoy life, you have to be abnormal to the approach of life. Because when you live an ordinary life, you get ordinary results. But when you approach life with an extraordinary vim, 
approche la vie avec une vie extraordinaire. Avec you, you, you get an extraordinary result. So if you want a normal life, you live a normal life. You can get anything. But if you want to live a normal life full of the abnormal, it means that the things you have, normal people cannot have it. The things that you have, normal people can't get it. That is why there is a, a, a something we call a Forbes list. Forbes, Forbes list. It is a list of the richest people in the world. There's a list of the richest people in the world. List of the richest people in the world. Why do you think they will have that? Because it's an abnormal achievement. To be the richest in the world. There's something we have the Guinness Book of Records. When you look at the Guinness Book of Records, they say the strongest man, the tallest man, the shortest man, like anything which is abnormal is in the record. The fastest man. Your life cannot be recorded unless you are abnormal. Ah, Let me continue and close. Yeah, I'm losing people here. Finally, your giving in faith outlives you and speaks for you. Your giving in faith outlives you and it speaks for you. Come to the book of Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14. After this, then we receive things from God this morning. We receive from God this morning. We receive Mark 14 verse 3 to 9. Mark 14 verse 3 to 9. The Bible says, And being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flax of very costly oil spikenard. And so, so, so this, this is Jesus in Simon the leper's house. A leper's house. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus went to the leper's house, Simon. And they were at the table. And when they were at the table, the Bible said there was a woman with uh, uh, an alabaster box. And the box that she had was full of oil, which is costly. She had a box. She had a perfume, simply. So she had a, 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 a what is the most expensive perfume now? It, it used to be it, it used to be the best perfume used to be the Chanel Le Blue. Blue de Chanel. Blue de Chanel. How many of you know Blue de Chanel? <laughs> so yeah, so that, that, that used to be the expensive perfume. Not expensive, but the best perfume. The best perfume. I think about two or three years ago. 
So, so this woman had a kind of perfume like Blue de Chanel, which smells so good and it's expensive also. Have you realized that perfumes which don't smell well, they are, they are big and cheap? Uh, you go to some shops, you see a perfume. 200 ml, 200 ml, big, he doesn't smell it, uh, they will tell you that it's a, it's a 5 euro, then you are happy, uh, but, but you will see an expensive perfume, they will say 999 euro, and they will say that 50 ml, and even a 50 ml it is, but this is a kind of perfume that when you put on you for 2-3 days, the perfume is still there. There's a kind of perfume that when you put on you for two, three days, the perfume is still there. So this woman has something like that. Let's continue reading. The Bible says, Then she broke the flax and poured it on the head. Poured it on his head. But there were so there were some who were indignant amongst them and said, why was the fragrant oil wasted? You see, people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why was the fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. You see how people are? This woman decided to give 300 euros to the prophet. She decided to give 300 euros to the prophet. And there are people in the church that are saying that why are you giving that to the prophet? You see, one day somebody asked a question. And she was like, Prof. So, uh, when I have offering for church, and I come to church, can I give an offering to somebody who is poor in the church instead? I said, No. She didn't understand, but I said, No. I said, If you want to give to the poor, dedicate money and give to the poor because there is what you have as an offering for the Lord and there is what you can give to the poor but when you come to church with an offering for the Lord you don't give to the poor if you want to give to the poor when you are coming to church bring an offering for the Lord and bring an offering for the poor it's two different things two different things and they have two different meanings which I'll teach you when you give to the poor there is something that comes upon you when you give to the Lord there is something different so now they criticize her sharply but Jesus said something he said let her alone why do you trouble her she has done a good work for me for you have the poor with you always and so <laughs> but this thing that Jesus said uh, <laughs> Jesus said this to say that from that time 
to the time he will come again poverty will be in the world and poverty is a decision yeah I will teach you poverty for you to be poor. It's a decision to be poor. <laughs> if you want to be poor, you decide that you want to be poor. How do you decide? By the faith you have in giving. Uh, let me continue because I will lose people here. So Jesus said, She has done a good work for me. For the poor you have with you always. And whenever you wish, you may do them good. Do you see that? Whenever you wish, you may do them good. Whenever you wish. And he says, but me, you do not have always. Watch this. But me, you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. <laughs> Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done, it will also be a memorial to her. Are we not saying it today? Are we not saying it today? So her giving has outlived her. Her giving has outlived her generation. This is a woman who had nothing. But the little good thing she had, she decided to give to Jesus. And because of what she did, Jesus said, you have fulfilled prophecy. <laughs> Listen to me. There are a number of times that when a prophetic word comes into your life, there are two things you need to do. Many of you receive prophecies and they don't come to pass. It's not because they don't want to come to pass or you have not done what you have to do. When we are in our fasting period from the 1st of April, I'll be teaching on faith and prophecy. I will teach you. The Bible Paul said to Timothy that fight in prayer with the prophetic word you have received. That is number one. When you receive the word of prophecy, you don't go and sit down. Oh, the, the, the man of God said, I'll be rich. And so you are sitting down. You eat grass. You eat grass. <laughs> you eat grass. Yeah. Because a man of God shall be richer. There are a lot of Christians who are lazy. Lazy Christians. Lazy Christians. And all their pain is that, oh, my destiny helper. My oh, destiny helper. Oh, <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. So, when you receive prophecy, you need to pray with it. Contend. 
And when you receive prophecy, you need to give. To bring into fulfillment the prophecy. <laughs> so the Bible said that Jesus said to him that wherever this word, this gospel will be preached, your name will be mentioned. Wherever this gospel will be preached. Wherever the gospel will be preached. Wherever the word of God will be preached. There there will be a memorial for you. Your name will be mentioned. If you want the prosperity in your life to outlive you. You need to get faith. To give. Because faith to give ensures that you receive. Faith to give ensures that you receive. So what she did now was to sow into the word of prophecy which I'm speaking, the word of God. I will teach you. The word of prophecy is not only for you to say that uh, uh, your, your, your name is uh, uh, Irene and uh, uh, you were born on the 5th and uh, 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 1993 and no, 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 no. The word of God is the sure word of prophecy. So when the word of God is being preached and you hear that something has entered you that what this man of God is talking is about me you sow into the word to fulfill the prophecy that he's saying to you. So when Jesus was talking about the word of God, he said, a man went to sow. And when he sowed, some fell among the roadside. Some fell in a good soil. And some fell on rocks. None of them, nothing happened. But the one that went into a good soil. And he said the good soil represents the heart of the man. And if you don't have the heart of God. That is the good soil. You cannot sow. Because the act of sowing is given. Am I communicating? The act of sowing is given. And when you sow into God's word, the Bible says you will bear fruits. But listen to this one. Watch this. It says some bear 30 fold, some bear 60 fold, some bear 100 fold. Was not the same soil. It was the same soil, but the faith levels were different. Ah. The same soil, but the faith was different. So one had faith to sow that got him a hundredfold. Another had faith to sow that got him a sixtyfold. 
Another had faith to show that God made 34. The bottom line is that when you have faith to sow, you shall definitely reap. The Bible says, For God is no mock, do not be deceived. God is no mock, do not be deceived. For whatever a man soweth, the same shall he reap. But if you want to reap the same you sow, you have to sow in faith. Glory to God. Amen. We give you praise, mighty God. We give you praise. Lift up your hands and just thank God for the word we've received today. Amazing word. 